Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. In this season, we will be having a rotating roster of co-hosts. No matter who's sitting beside me in the hosting chair, we're still just two people trying to live our best diabetic lives. Every week, we'll tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we may offer tips and tricks, we are not medical professionals. However, we offer anecdotes and general thoughts on how to embrace a type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not easy to do with all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here, and this week's special co-host is JDRF YLC Vice President and my special friend. That sounds creepy. I I regret that already. Um, Alex Seedman. Hey, Alex. Welcome. Hi, Em. Um, And this week's guests, we have mother-daughter diabetic duo. You might know Sarah from um, her really dope Instagram account called The Diabetic Cactus, and her mother, who also makes many a an appearance on her... She, actually, you have a whole highlight, correct, Sarah? Anyways, her mother's name is oh, Ellen, yeah. and she has her own identity, and that was bad. <laughs> so really, Sarah is Ellen's daughter, so we can refer to Sarah as that from now on. Um, welcome, guys. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, yeah. sure. Glad that we got here. Um, Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about, at the beginning, Ellen, with you and your diagnosis story, if you'd care to share, because that was, that was a different time. <laughs> it was. It was a long time ago. Not that long, Thanks. I'm sure. Well, um, yeah, I was diagnosed uh, right before my 12th birthday, and um, the typical symptoms, you know, peeing all the time, thirsty... And, uh, yeah, so my mom took me to the doctor, and (coughs) he pretty easily figured out what was going on, and I was put in the hospital and started on shots. Um, Not the fun kind of shots, too. That's the worst. Yeah, you know, I remember practicing (laughs) on an orange, you know, and... uh, Before they had the... Was it Rufus the bear that now they They practice on? They didn't have the bear, yeah, yeah. You really missed out um, on that. (laughs) Emily, did you get one? No, you. No. Yeah. It's a I weird. my diagnosis story. Well, you're season you're one. Older, yeah, maybe. I'm I'm an old yeah. an old diagnosis. Season one, episode one. Shout out. Um, yeah. So then, you know, fast forward to you being blessed with a hilarious daughter. <laughs> yes. And you know. <laughs> yeah, she shall not be named. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about her diagnosis from your perspective? Because I'm sure you noticed the signs pretty quickly or something of that regard. Yeah, it was, um, it was funny, you know, as, as long as, uh, or as soon as Sarah was born, everybody said, oh, she looks just like you. She's a mini Ellen. And mm-hmm. I sort of, I was sensitive to the fact that, yeah, she may inherit this tendency towards diabetes or whatever it is we inherit. And so I was sort of always, it was in the back of my mind, um, 
you know, what if she starts showing symptoms? So, you know, lo and behold, she's six, and I think she started to get up at night to go to the bathroom. And I, I said to her dad, I said, let's just check her blood sugar. But we didn't even want to check her sugar. Um, you know, like do a finger stick, because we thought that'd be too traumatic. So I'm actually a family doctor, so we got her to, got Sarah to pee in a cup, tested her urine at work and you know it's four plus glucose so then we checked her sugar and I think it was it was like 400 it wasn't crazy and Sarah was otherwise completely acting normally you know she wasn't super sick I still do if my blood sugar is like yeah, super but high. she was not you know she never got into DKA or you know wasn't like she was losing weight um, so no other symptoms really. So yeah, so I wound up calling our pediatrician, it was a weekend I think, and said, you know, this is really weird, but I just found out my daughter's diabetic. Um, usually it's the doctor oh, yeah. telling you, not you telling the doctor. <laughs> I said, so like, what should we do? I mean, should I take her to the hospital? She's really not sick. So anyway, we wound up going up to Hershey Medical Center, which was close to us. And uh, yeah, they admitted her and you know, did the whole teaching and That's blah, blah, blah. honestly the most casual slide into diabetes I think I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Really? I would always say, like, I have the least dramatic diagnosis story of anyone, I think. Like, oh, it was just noticed one day and, like, that was well, it. Well, yeah, and, you know, we felt so odd. I mean, I felt so odd because, you know, Hershey Medical Center is this big tertiary care medical center, and the kids there are really sick. You know, and we get off the elevator, we walk in, and they're looking at us, and I'm like, yeah, we're here to be admitted. <laughs> they're like, like who? No. <laughs> like, you know, and there's Sarah jumping around, you know, acting like a normal <laughs> kid. So, yeah, it was a little, a, a little bizarre. Um, yeah. But she, like, thank goodness she never got real sick, so. Yeah, I, I mean, was happy with that. Yeah. You definitely caught it super early, which is yeah. great. Actually, yeah. Alex, I don't think we've ever talked about your diagnosis story either. Um, no. Because this haven't. is your first time on the podcast. <laughs> so why would anyone else know that? So why don't we just go around in a circle now and share? Sure. Um, so mine was actually pretty similar. I mean, not with, you know, the, my mom had no idea what was going on. Um, but it was also pretty non-dramatic. Um, I was actually diagnosed the day after um, my mom's birthday um, in 2000. I was in third grade and um, my dad had thrown my mom a surprise party the night before and they noticed for you know a couple of weeks that I was um, I did have some of those more classic symptoms. I'd lost a ton of weight, was eating a ton, um, thirsty, going to the bathroom, all the things. Um, but you know unlike Ellen, my parents had no idea what that meant. They um, they just knew something was was wrong. So um, the day after my mom's birthday, we went to my pediatrician, and he just said, you know, you have diabetes, and um, my blood sugar was actually only 250. Um, so it was very very not dramatic. I never was admitted to the hospital. Um, and we had a very good family friend who um, was my age, and she had uh, type 1 since she was 18 months old. So we never really you know, knew that much about it. So after calling my dad, the first person my mom called was um, 
was our friend, shout out to Ellie Selbaum, if you're listening, and her mom, Kelly, <laughs> um, and the whole fam, they're the best. And um, yeah, they kind of helped walk us through it. My, um, my grandmother's husband, uh, my grandfather's past had, had type two, but you know, very different. So that was kind of it. Um, I think it was very, I remember asking the doctor, um, am I going to die? And um, him just kind of being very non-feeling and, you know, just continuing to tell my mom, you know, she needs, here's someone you should call. She's going to start taking shots. And I just remember saying over and over, am I going to die? And my mom says, just It's please, so scary so as a scary. kid. And yeah, I had no idea what this means. And my mom finally says, can you answer her? And he finally, <laughs> like, like, and she's probably like, I don't know. Like, may, I, what is diabetes? <laughs> like, maybe she is. Like, I have no idea. And she's crying. And he finally says, you know, no, but... Um, this is not good. Um, your yeah. life is going to change forever. Your life is over as you know it. And, you know, I didn't go to, I remember I was, you know, it was in February. I was supposed to have a Valentine's Day tea party um, with some girls from my class. Um, and That's so cute. I know, it's so, it's so not me and it's so my mom. Love you, Faye. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, she loves tea parties. I have a collection of teapots that I have no idea what to do you love tea so that makes sense I do love tea but not so much on the tea party she loves the royal wedding she loves it all she loves tea so but we had to cancel the tea party you should um (laughs) but all the girls in my class came over I remember and um you know brought me things and my cousin who's my age and my best friend brought me remember I still have it we still talk about it all the time a lucky pencil it was like a pencil that was like two inches long she probably found in her you know parents kitchen but um (laughs) Yeah, that that's the story. Okay, well, everyone has like me my since I was diagnosed as an adult, it's like <laughs> me having a panic attack was basically it. <laughs> so it's pretty different, but it you know everyone's got their own their own story for type yeah. one for sure. So how back to Ellen and Sarah, the duo over here. How um, <laughs> how has your management you know kind of not been affected because I guess you wouldn't know any other way but Ellen since you've had it you know for longer and you're also her mother do you ever you know want her to be on the same thing as you how does that work well you know it I I just want to touch quickly on the um, what Alex was saying about how her mom handled it or how the doctor handled it yeah of course Um, I remember you know we were signing out of the doctor's office and we were going to go to the hospital then and I think that doctor and my mom had talked like in his office without me. Um, and we were standing there and I noticed my mom was like, had tears on her face. Mm-hmm. Like she was really looking upset, which wasn't her. And I, I sort of like, I was like, oh, why is she crying? Like, Cause I felt pretty much normal, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't feel sick. And then I think you know, she was worried that my life was going to be much shorter and that I, you know, never grow up or, or something like that. No, she didn't tell me that at the time. Um, but, you know, and all we had for testing blood sugar at that time, well, we didn't have anything to test blood sugar. All we had was things to test your urine. And we all know that that's, you know, worthless as far as managing your diabetes. You know, it doesn't tell you anything. So... Um, you know, so when, when Sarah was diagnosed, I was on a pump already. I had gotten a pump soon after 
Sarah was born, actually. Uh, pumps started coming out um, a little before she was born, but I know my, my OB didn't want me to get on a pump. They were kind of unknown. He didn't want me to get on the pump while I was pregnant. Right. Or just before I was pregnant, because I had kind of gotten myself in really good shape for pregnancy. You know, like they tell you, get your blood sugar controlled, you know, to prevent bad things from happening. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, so I had done that, and so he's like, yeah, let's not, let's not start a pump now, and, you know, mess things up. Um, so I had been on the pump a while when Sarah was diagnosed, but at that point they weren't starting little kids on pumps, you know, that young. Um, I know nowadays they put infants, you know, toddlers on pumps just because they're, they're actually easier to, I think, manage um, with kids that may or may not eat everything you gave them and, mm -hmm. you know, all of, all of that. So, yeah, we did the shots and we sort of didn't make that big a deal of it. Um, her nurse at school was really awesome. So I felt like she was in good hands there. I loved oh, her. She was. I was so sad when I left elementary school. She was, yeah, because <laughs> you like, were I can't like, take you with me. You were like in pre-K at that, or K plus. You were K plus. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so you had all those years with Miss Moritz. Shout out to Miss Moritz. Uh, yeah, we love shout outs she was, here. Oh, she was aw Oh, she was. Oh, she was so awesome. She, I just felt so comfortable with her. She had a lot of experience just mm -hmm. in general, and she was just kind of calm and laid back. And she was like, "Yeah, whatever we do." You know, she called me a lot, which was fine. And you know, if she had any questions, um, she knew when I would lie to get Oh my out. god, I was just, yeah. <laughs> that my blood sugar was slow. Yeah, Sarah, you know, Sarah was buds with her, so uh -huh. they they. Um, <laughs> They visited often, I think. Um, but yeah, I never really, you know, I, and, and I told Sire this the other day. Um, I think one of the things that my pediatrician told my mom, like that day in the office when she was all upset, was, you know, let her be a kid. I was, you know, so I was almost 12. Um, let her be a kid, you know, and there wasn't much to micromanage from my mom's point of view anyway, you know? Right. I mean, she's like, did you check your urine? Yeah, that, did you take your insulin? That was about all she could get on me to do, you know? As, as I have actually have, life. not to interrupt, but I have a quick yeah. question about the yeah, yeah. urine testing. Um, for, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are not as aware of the old, older ways of testing sugars really old ways yes okay. no okay there's no nice way for me to, like you are not old yeah. you are a strong beautiful confident woman um but <laughs> well thank you we're in, we're, we're talking different I have a lot uh, of experience yeah let's go with that your wisdom your wisdom right. um and just a little bit about how that worked so like I know it's a different type of test obviously because you're not finger sticking and they didn't have like at home finger pricks right so they didn't have glucometers, right? So you were just like you'd constantly. I mean, you'd check once or twice a day. What was that? How? Yeah. Well, um, it was before meals, you know. So the insulins, the main insulins at those times were like NPH and regular. You know, an NPH is an insulin, and, um, and you would take them both in the same syringe, which was kind of nice. So it was usually um, two shots a day. So the NPH sort of peaks 
if you take it in the morning, it peaks around lunchtime. So the NPH you would take to cover your lunch. Right. Um, the regular is almost, you know, like regular today. Um, not the short-acting stuff, but it has It's like, like Atlantis a Lantis or a... Yeah. Um, no, it no. would cover like your breakfast. Okay. So if you took a shot in the morning, it would cover your breakfast and your lunch. Now, the problem was, um, you know, the amount of NPH you took in the morning, you had to think you knew what you oh were gosh. eating for lunch to cover that. Oh, God. And, and you had to eat, like, when the insulin was peaking. Mm-hmm. And when you think about that, that's very difficult to do. For anyone, yeah. especially and, a 12-year-old. Right. And, I mean, as a kid, you know, you had your lunch at the same time. So, but still, if you, in junior high, if you had lunch a little bit later, took your insulin in the morning, you know, just peaking, you're in, like, a chem lab or something, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that sounds like a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the urine test, all you would do is, so you would check your urine usually before you would take your insulin. And it was either no sugar in the urine, you know, one plus, two plus, three plus. But you, you, the way your body works is your, you know, if your sugar's high, it will spill into the urine. Right. But it could have been high four days ago, not four days ago, four hours ago, you know, overnight and you're just getting up to pee now, so it doesn't reflect your sugar now. Oh, that's it terrifying. It reflects it from the last time you peed. And it's so it's not worth very much. And how did you know about you know, Was no sugar low or? No, not, no, no sugar. How do you know? No sugar was good. No sugar good. is good. So then how do you know if you're, you're low? If you feel low. That's the only All way symptoms. You know. Wow. All symptoms, yeah. Wow, I can't yeah. even feel half my lows, so I can't imagine. Right, right. That right, so. certainly explains a lot. And then you come to today where you and Sarah are both on pumps. Mm-hmm. Um, you are, Do you both have uh, CGMs? Yes. Do you guys share with each other? <laughs> we do. Oh, we yeah. Do. Oh, my God. Yeah, and we call each other. I love so that. Great. But also, yeah. I feel like I would kill my mother if she... So, like, my mom has mine, obviously, because I am living in, I'd say, almost 1,500 miles from home. And um, mm-hmm. shout out to Jacksonville, Florida. I should probably make it back at some point. Mom, <laughs> but, don't get any ideas if you're listening to this. My mom and I do not share. That's <laughs> true, true. Uh, well, no, Alex, you, you're very on top of it, and you've had it a lot longer than I have. So, true. for me, sharing my numbers is a good peace of mind for my parents who are also learning about this disease and they have taken it so well like honestly listening to you know Alan and Sarah and Alex you and your mom (coughs) your stories of diagnosis my mom was sitting with me I was 20 years old and she was still crying like we were both crying yes we had a I had a bad doctor at the time who also had terrible bedside manner and this could have been caught a year before um, which is like a whole different story in itself, but it's, you know, you're, you're crying for the unknown for us and you're crying for the loss of, um, of what could have been. Mm -hmm. And it's so heartbreaking to see your mother cry. I think that's the scariest thing. It's the scariest Mm -hmm. thing. And because Mm -hmm. they're crying, it's not, obviously it's not something you did, but it's has to do with you. Mm -hmm. And as I can't imagine as a kid, you know, Ellen and, and Alex, 
having to see your mother cry over something like that because I was 20 years old and I was able to sit next to my mom and be like mom I'm gonna be okay and she's like why are you comforting me (laughs) and I'm like this is definitely like a tribute to me as a human but like I just am always like worried about what other people are feeling and doing and she's like this is your life and they have really just absorbed everything that has to do with type one so Mm -hmm. I share in an effort to educate and peace of mind for them so it must be really cool to like check your your phone Sarah and be like oh hey mom what did you have for for dinner like (laughs) well and you know we often you know Sarah tends to run low a fair amount um so you know if I see like 50 and like even a trending down arrow I just text her you okay she says yes and that's all you know well I remember the first time like the first night I had to see GM, I like made my blood sugar go low to see if it worked because oh like Sarah. she was getting hers like a week later. Okay. So I like <laughs> that's so bad. I made it go lower. And For then our listeners, like, do not do me. that, please and thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> she texted me. She's like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I just want to see if it oh worked." Oh my god, she was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> okay, um, but you know, it, it's funny because I think you know when I was diagnosed, my mom knew nothing about diabetes and you know you didn't like hear about type 1 diabetes the only things you heard were like horror stories right this was night it would have been 1972 um so on the other hand when i found out that sarah was diabetic you know here it was i had been living with diabetes for like 20 25 years i knew it well i knew what she was getting in for um and i was like this is all right we can manage this you know, this is because I had done it. Now her dad, unfortunately, didn't didn't have that experience. You know, he he knew from me. Or fortunately, but he had no idea. You know, so he was sometimes he was like, "Well, wh- what about her blood sugar?" I'm like, "Ah, don't worry about it. She'll be fine." You know, mm-hmm. and because that was my experience, uh, and pretty much, you know, neither of us. And I should knock on wood as I say this, but neither of us are really like prone to DKA. You know, I know there are some people with diabetes who, yeah, it happens mm-hmm. real easily. But yeah. we are not, n- neither of us is, is super brittle that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was sort of, yeah, I, I know what she's going to have to deal with. Um, I've lived with it. I've survived it or, you know, continue to survive it, manage it whatever and um, nowadays there's even more people that you can look around and say oh yeah well that person has diabetes you know actors you know Nick Jonas (laughs) I was just going to say shout out to Nick Jonas you see these it's sort of (laughs) not a um, it's not the scariest Thing, at least for me. It's no, not. I, and I also. I have a question it's not. I know my perspective is very different. There yeah. are, you, like obviously you were very young when you were diagnosed, but like, how much did you know, kind of at that point, or you know, growing up about what your mom had sort of had to deal with, and do you think that made it less scary for you? Did it seem kind of normal, or how much were you aware, like? I don't think I knew anything about it. I mean, I never. I. I, like, don't remember being diagnosed. I hardly remember anything before that. I don't know why. But I don't remember, (laughs) like, knowing what it was. It's just, like, I feel like from my perspective, it just happened, and I just started dealing with it. It wasn't, like, 
a big thing. It wasn't. You were a big also six years issue. old, right? Yeah. Just like, so that's... yeah, I was more just like, oh, okay, here we go, and that's how I handle most things now. So maybe it's just like in my nature to do stuff like that. Just be like, all right, let's just yeah. deal with it, you know. Hundred well, percent, Sarah. I don't remember you having like a a big objection to you know us pricking your sugar or pricking mm-hmm. your finger for sugars or giving you shots, you know. She, and I think it yeah. was sort of like a couple of times maybe I said, "Oh look, you know, I'm always gonna, gonna do, do this too." Yeah. But uh, other than but that, I like don't remember like like seeing you check your blood sugar before or like changing your pump. I have like maybe and. And I probably maybe the only thing, and maybe it's because you're a doctor too, but I may have gotten it your beeper confused with your <laughs> insulin pump. Right. You know when you had the two side by side, but well, and I, I was never like, oh, what's I going didn't, on? Like talk about it a lot. You know, I mean, yeah, well, you were little. Not so. to minimize anyone's struggles here, but Sarah, you uh, you looked out. Your mom not only is a doctor, yeah. but yeah. she also has diabetes. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Diane, my mother, if you're no, listening, any you're little a star. Thing. Don't worry. I love you. You're great. <laughs> but damn, that is like quite the that's like I like to say, I like to joke around and say like the knowledge of a doctor transferred like through the womb and now I'm essentially a doctor as well. I mean well, truly. But, yeah, we all not kind so much. of I was yeah. saying that the other day, my mom was like, Stop <laughs> My sisters amazing. and brother do the same thing. They all think yeah. they're god. Yeah. That's amazing. But we Alex, you're right. I think when you have type 1 diabetes you do you're so in tune with numbers Mm -hmm. and in your body Mm -hmm. and everything um even if you can't feel highs and lows or something like that you still understand at a basic level the way that you know insulin as a hormone works and it's so Mm -hmm. interesting i feel like i have so much knowledge and Mm -hmm. then i have friends in med school and i'm like oh crap i know nothing but it's like it's you know still, way more than they do about diabetes I will tell you that that I do believe yeah, sorry sorry fam that. no yeah I, I mean it's it's really disheartening at times to know that there are so many like nurses and this is mostly like I mean it I think I just had a stroke. I can't speak. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's amazing how little, we have a doctor on the line. So true. So it's true. Ama- I'm amazed constantly at how little people know about type one diabetes. And so really, true. Exactly. In the medical profession. Yes. The medical profession. And I'm not sure why that is. There's I so mean, much. I think there's so much attention. There's in a lot of yeah. To type mm-hmm. two. Exactly. And, um, and it's just so it's interesting just, though. But people don't realize how. Every little thing you do affects your sugar. Yeah. They just don't. I mean, like, that. I was at the dentist the other day, and my blood sugar was kind of going down as I was going in there because I had cavities. Sorry. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I was telling, you yeah, know, I was telling the, like, helper, I don't know what you call them. I was like, hey, like, I don't know if I should drink a juice. I know you're Hygienist, about to, like, yeah. go in on my teeth. Yeah. And she then told the dentist, she's like, oh, her insulin is low. She doesn't know what to that do. That is not what I, I said. That's not what's going on. And that's not, like, that's not what's happening. I just didn't know if I should drink a juice. And my blood sugar is yeah, low. Yeah, low. I was like, and I called my mom. And I was like, what the fuck? Also, the dentist is <laughs> not going to know. You know, it's like raw. Right. Like, no yeah. one's going to. That is no, so yeah. aggravating. I hate stuff like that. I was just like, no, that's not what's going on. Oh, my God. Well, and I, I have said, you know, for years, I used to be, um, I used to teach in a residency program, you know, family medicine residents. And, and I would say, to my you know cohorts i wish i could make all doctors go through one hypoglycemic episode 
just so they know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Because people think, oh yeah, you know, just have this person crank up their insulin. I'm like, what if no. they go low? Oh, that's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Yes, it is. You know what I did here yesterday oh, though? Apparently goodness. they have like low goggles, like as a like similar. It's probably to they have like the migraine goggles drinking. too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so, you know, just opposite, that, but that discomfort yes, of a yeah. low because, you know, I mean, that drives a lot of people not to go low and to leave their blood sugars mm-hmm. higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My doctors because, yell at me all the time mm-hmm. about it because I like to sit at like 150 as opposed to be to being like, you know, 100. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've only had it for four years and I'm still figuring my life out. But that's not mm-hmm. to say, I mean, I don't, when I say 150, that means that's like my target sometimes. So that means yeah. I'm sitting well, at 180, oh, yeah. which I is think, not you know, great. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm done. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, I, I mean, you can, and, and maybe this is just my experience with diabetes, but you can spend your life trying to keep your blood sugar perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at some point it it's, takes up too much of your attention, you know, because there are so many things that affect it. If you're spending all your time doing that, you're not living your life. You know right. what I mean? And um, 100%. And there, there, there are more tools now than ever, which is absolutely amazing and, and awesome to keep it there. But it's still, um, you still got to live your life and you still got to you know, go out and do things if you've never done and you're not going to be able to plan for it. And so, yeah, you run high, you run low, um, you know. Take it one day at a time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 100%. And not, not uh, yeah, and, you know, you need a little, I mean, I was always have felt that, you know, I need a little cushion on that blood sugar because it's going to do mm-hmm. stuff that I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to. And look at you. Uh, you had a you know, successful pregnancy, you are a doctor, you have, like, a full-time, you know, like, you... She's, like, the definition of a diabetic. ass Truly! Wait, that might be, that might have to be the name of the, the name of the episode. She's a definition of a diabetic. Oh, yeah. Find it on iTunes. Dr. Diabetic. Oh, Oh, there we go! Ellen coming in with the one-liners. Dang. Dr. Diabetic. Well, I feel like I could talk to you guys all day. I definitely want to have you back on the show. Sarah, I want to talk specifically another time about your Instagram and all the fun things you do with with the the diabetic cactus. Um, Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's... uh, I think we're going to have to wrap up, but I'm sad to sad to say that. Alex, did you have any last questions? No, y'all are an inspiration. Truly. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. Mother-daughter bond to the thank next you. level. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone's like, I feel like I could just hug my computer right now. Yeah, I'm going to call my uh, mom oh. now. Oh my God, I should call Diane too. Yeah. I should not call her Diane. Mom, I'll call yeah. you after. Okay. <laughs> Sarah's like, Mom, I just called you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to you right, right now. now. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, follow oh Sarah gosh. on Instagram at the Diabetic Cactus. Follow Alex. You want to give yourself a little plug there? Because I love following you for great content. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, my, it's Baby Al, but the A, no A, B-B-Y underscore A-L. Um, yeah. Because that's her. And um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals. 
and follow us on Facebook at Pancreas Pals PP. And we are still going strong, season four, exciting times. Um, you will be hearing more from Alex as my guest co-host. And it's been a fun time, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Great Sunday. And yeah, keep let the good shugs yeah. roll, as Libby Russell would say. I don't know why I there ended on go. that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, you guys. Bye.